It's a time for spreading joy throughout the world. It's a time for warmth and brotherly love. We're talking Christmas comes to Packland. Hit it. It was 1982. The International Whaling Commission decided to end commercial whaling. The Mary Rose was raised and taken to Portsmouth Dockyard. Prince William was born, and Pac-Man helped a crash Santa get back on schedule while fending off a ghost attack. I'm your host, Jerry D., with another episode of Totally Rad Christmas, the podcast that talks all things Christmas in the 80s. Toys, movies, specials, music, and fads. If it was gnarly during Christmas in the 80s, we got it covered. Now, joining me is a very special guest. You'll know him as the host of the Tubular Lost Christmas podcast. It's Jeff Lofton. Jeff, how's it going? Great. Happy to be here, Jerry. Thanks so much for having me. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm very excited because um, it's not often we get new Christmas podcast hosts on. So <laughs> <laughs> it's usually the same guys over and over again, which they're like some of my best friends. But this is really cool. Well, yeah, I'm super happy, super happy to join. And I love your podcast and I love the 80s. I'm an 80s kid myself. So this is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but you had some really cool episodes, too. You talked about carols and. Um, sure. Yeah. I kind of dive into the the history of, of, of Christmas, the lost history. So stuff we don't we don't know, like the kind of the hidden history and the hidden connections at Christmas time. So, yeah. Yes. Very cool. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So. You know, you're here in Texas. That's that's pretty nice as well uh, to have another Texas guy here because I'm kind of sometimes I feel like I'm the only one in, in this huge podcast of world of Christmas. I agree. I feel like it's all the Midwest and the Northeast. I feel pretty like, much. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's a there's those guys up in Oklahoma. But other than that, everybody seems to be in the Midwest and Northeast. Yeah. But they're still a few hours away from us. So. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. A few hours is generous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Although, you know, in Texas, we, we measure everything in hours. So exactly. I'm from West Texas. You're from South Texas. So, exactly. I mean, yeah. Everything's everything's 200 miles minimum. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we're actually here to talk Pac-Man and Christmas oh, yeah. comes to Pac-Land. So like, What's your experience like? Like, you know, what do you remember about Pac-Man? Uh, so Pac-Man, I remember vividly because of Skate Night, right? So I loved, I don't know, for those of you who don't know what Skate Night is, in elementary school, once per six weeks, they would have a Skate Night where you got like, you got in free and you could go and you hang out with your friends. And I remember Pac-Man and Donkey Kong were at the arcade at the skate uh, skating rink. And so I have vivid memories of playing Pac-Man with my friends and then one of my good friends had an Atari 2600 and so nice. we played some Pac-Man on that too. So I have, <laughs> I have very fond memories of Pac-Man. And that's, that's actually kind of similar to us. So um, we didn't have a skate night. We had a bowling night. Yeah. And of course they had the machines there, but I actually remember Pac-Man more from Pizza Hut. Uh, so we'd go to Pizza Hut and you know, they'd have that like flat table and like there yes, was a, yeah, the video yeah, game yeah. underneath. Yeah. Most and definitely. so 
So that's where I remember it was like that. And I think Mario, but I remember Pac-Man more. Uh, and I actually think it was Mrs. Pac-Man at the time. But I mean, we would just love to go play. You know, we'd, we'd put the, the quarters in and, and just exactly. sit there. And it was like the best of both worlds, you know, pizza and video games. I mean. Exactly. And it's so approachable, too. <laughs> like the premise is easy. You collect all the pellets. That's, that's pretty right. much it. <laughs> just stay right. alive. You know, Mario was a little tricky because in the original Mario Arcade, you're trying to like dance around. And I don't really know what, like, yeah, to dodge the 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 bad guys i guess oh, yeah. pretty much it but <laughs> that's right but Pac- pac-man's pretty yeah. simple like you try and collect all the all the beats and that's it or power pellets yeah, yeah there's no real button it's mostly just joystick you know mm-hmm. exactly exactly <laughs> so you know we understood it when we were little um but like i remember it from there and i remember the cartoon as well uh, although i didn't watch it as much because it was um i think i was only two when it came out it came out in 1982 yeah, it was it was before my time as well, but I remember the reruns because reruns used to come on a lot more than they do now. Now they've yeah. got new cartoons like every week, but but back in the day, you know, I mean, He Man was on for like a decade, and there's only like two seasons of it. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah. Well, two more if you count Shira. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. He made some cameos there, but <laughs> no, but Good. you're right. Like syndication was like a huge thing back in the day. And I mean, they would show uh, like uh, USA sometimes would like buy them out. So I remember watching G.I. Joe on like the networks, but then USA on like Cartoon Express, they'd show G.I. Joe in like yes. the mornings. Yes, exactly. Yeah. G.I. Joe and Street Fighter and all, yeah. all, the, all the well. And I think I think Pac-Man was the first cartoon based on a video game, right? I think I you're think, right. Yeah. I, I think they have the distinction of of kind of starting that trend. So, well, and I believe it's Hanna-Barbera too. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. It is. So, yeah. you know, Frank Welker, of course, is involved. It's like, you can't do a Hanna-Barbera cartoon without Frank no. Welker somewhere in there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 And uh, I mean, uh, and Peter Cullen played the voice of Santa in this special, which I thought was super cool. I thought that was super cool too. I was like Optimus Prime. Exactly. Yeah. And, and it's current Optimus Prime too. It's he's in the live action movies and everything. Yeah. So it's super, super cool. I thought that was a, that was a nice little, uh, little Easter egg. Well, and you know, I mean, his, you know, I mean, I hope it doesn't happen for a long time, but like the day that he passes is going to be a super sad day because he still, yes. he still has it. He sounds exactly the same. Like his Optimus Prime voice is still spot on. Exactly. Uh, he did. Uh, he Eeyore is Optimus Prime. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. You're right. He is Optimus Prime. Yeah. It doesn't. Uh, I mean, I can't imagine anyone else in that role. No, me neither. And I think actually a kind of a, a cool thing is he was the voice of Predator in the Predator movie. I looked it up on his IMDb <laughs> while I was researching him today. And I thought that was so cool. I one, I don't remember Predator ever saying anything, but maybe he was like the grunts and stuff. <laughs> I think it was just when uh, when he was copying Billy's line. Uh, okay. Yes. You, you know, yeah, when, yeah, when yeah. he was dying and he was just copying, I think I, I, that's the only I, thing I'm, time so, I remember. Yeah, maybe, maybe right when, uh, yeah, right when Arnold's about to, about to off him or something. Right. He's about yeah. to blow himself up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or something like that. Anyway, uh, so super cool. Yeah. Super, super cool. I don't remember watching the cartoon of Pac-Man very much, but, right. uh, but I, I mean, I recognized him instantly. I've seen it before, uh, mm-hmm. especially because I, I I love the old '80s Christmas specials. I feel like they're so well done and so yeah. awesome. So. So, well, same here. Well, and there's something about like the color palette, like it's kind of muted. Yes. You know, it's like you can always tell when the cartoon was made because the yes. you know everything was a little bit more muted. Like in the '90s, you know, back when everything was like extreme. You yeah. know, you had the uh, <laughs> you had the real vibrant colors. Yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> 
but it seemed especially in the early 80s they were still mm-hmm. kind of you know more toned down in in their uh, in their color palette so you know there's like something just real nostalgic and and like warm and comforting to, at least to me yes oh that you just nailed it you nailed it that's exactly <laughs> right yeah pac-man was one of those that you know, especially early video games. So I also had a friend who had the uh, the an Atari, and I mean, the first system we had was a Nintendo. So I, mm-hmm. you know, I I, just, I I never owned it, but but a friend of mine, a real close friend of mine, had it as well. And so I remember like playing Cubert and uh, Pong, and of course, and Joust and Super Breakout. But Pac Man was always really fun. You know, Pac-Man's, that one and, yeah. and Dig Dug. I, I really liked that one too. Ah oh, man, Dig Dug. I don't know for whatever reason. Maybe I was just too young, but I was terrible at Dig Dug. I could never get it. <laughs> I was pretty terrible at Dig Dug too. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I, I, have, I have such fond memories for an Atari, and I, I, I'm a collector of video game consoles and stuff. So I, nice. I, I, I love the, I, I just love the controller for the Atari, the joystick, and yeah. And uh, anyway, I, I, I miss that. I miss what's uh, what's your favorite console? Oh, Super Nintendo, hands okay. down. Yeah, I have my NES, and that's the most nostalgic one. Yeah, um, but probably or my Game Boy, either Super Nintendo or Game Boy. Those would be my two tops I, for sure. What about you? What's your, what's your favorite? So I think because uh, we had a Nintendo, then we moved on to Genesis, and then I got like the 32x to kind of go mm-hmm. in there. So I never had a Super Nintendo, and, and I, I liked it. I liked it a lot, but the controller to me, having the buttons up on top, the shoulder buttons for me, yeah. it was a little counterintuitive. And, and I know that's like just a me thing. I know most people thought it was awesome. No, it totally makes sense. It went counter to how you hold your hands traditionally. It, yeah, exactly. I was used to, you know, holding it underneath and of course mm-hmm. just using only my thumbs. Um, so I developed a technique later on where I kind of just used my my fingers up on top like this so I could hit whatever I needed. Um, it, it was odd. It was a weird way to play, but it like worked so I could like dominate at Mortal Kombat. Like I was super awesome uh, at Mortal Kombat, but. <laughs> oh man. Mortal Kombat on the Genesis though was the best in my opinion. That was- I remember the blood and uh, yeah. the Super Nintendo didn't have it, which was kind of a bummer, but. Yes. Yeah. It was like green or something. They, they changed it because it was Nintendo, <laughs> the typical Nintendo stuff. Which That's is, right. Which yeah. yeah. <laughs> and oh, they man. lost like a ton of money uh, to Sega oh, yeah. uh, during that. But but yeah, I remember playing Pac-Man and I remember just, you know, with the same thing, the joystick just going back and forth and it was just awesome. Um, but I, b- before we move on, I want to say that my brother also collects classic systems. Super cool. Yeah. So uh, he, sometimes he sends them away and gets them like modified yeah. for, for certain things, but he's got like the Famicom and as well. And some of those uh, Japanese only kind of releases. And so he, Oh, I've got one too. I've got nice. my Turbo Graphics 16 and oh. a CD built in. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. I, it was, that was my big get. I remember texting my parents when I finally ordered it <laughs> as, as, as a 30 something year old man. I'm so excited. You were supposed like, to buy this for me. I was like, Oh, we, uh, we could never get one of these. And I was, anyway, so I, yeah, now as an adult, something I'll never play, but we'll just sit on a shelf and I'm so proud of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you'll, maybe eventually once the kids grow up but i mean i think we're both still in that phase where it's yes. they're young enough that it's hard to get in some good exactly game time yes yeah. yes yes yeah it is most definitely yeah <laughs> but that's why we have podcasts right <laughs> that's exactly right yeah <laughs> yep that's that's why i record late at night so i can put the kids to bed and then same my kids are asleep down the hall so that's you, right. you gotta get in the time you can <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> Um, but yeah, Pac-Man was released uh, by Namco in 1980. Originally, yes, it was going to be called Puck-Man. So Scott uh, Scott Pilgrim was right when he was talking about it. You could not do that in an arcade. No, <laughs> there's, no, there's no, no, way, uh, no. I remember way. some of those uh, some of those players there. 
that would definitely be awful. Oh, yes. So Pac-Man was a win, but I mean, it was, there was a ton of these Pac-Man games. I didn't remember like all of the different. I didn't either. Releases. There was, of course, Pac-Man and Ms. Pac-Man were like the famous ones, but I mean, there was like what Pac families and uh, Super I mean, Pac-Man, Super apparently. Pac-Man. Yeah. All these, you know, uh, just all these different ones. I think there was even a Mr. And Mrs. Pac-Man. Probably. Yeah. Just printing money. Just yeah. <laughs> put a new machine out with like one new level. And That's right. So- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we ate it up. We didn't know any better. Yeah. See, now they just do that with DLC and video games, but before right. they would release an entirely new machine. So, yeah. which different. I mean, it's still funny to think about, you know, and like you watch movies like Tron, you know, where there's like an arcade is, is mm-hmm. like the big draw Yes. Uh, or joysticks. I don't know if you remember that movie joysticks. Um, Going, you know same back. yeah yeah, yeah same it. thing it was it was just uh you know people would go to the arcade and play yes and yeah. you know nowadays you kind of laugh at that because yeah there's like dave and busters or a few few places here and there you it's know but it's same. just not the same yeah no it was like and, a whole vibe to it yes it's, ours was in the mall where i'm from ours nice. was in the mall. so was yeah. ours and, yeah and so i I would anytime my mom would go to the mall, she'd want to go to you know the department store and get some clothes. And I'm like, oh, mom, can I please have a dollar to go to the arcade and <laughs> sneak right. off? And and we uh, could do that. We could go by ourselves. You know exactly. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. It was. <laughs> Which nowadays it's like, no, I'm, don't send my I kids don't want away. My kids out of my sight. Yeah. yeah exactly. No, no, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, the oh, 80s man. and 90s. What a, what a different time. <laughs> it's totally different time. Uh, but so, uh, you know, it was such a hot property that, of course, mm-hmm. uh, they jumped on the the let's make a cartoon out of it bandwagon. Yes. And uh, so that premiered. It was just one season, which was actually, pre- uh, excuse me, was um, uh, two seasons. Uh, but it was actually pretty common for there to be like one to three seasons only of a cartoon yeah. in those times. Well, they could syndicate it like we talked about, right? They exactly. Could just it and have it loop forever. And, yes, exactly. And so the cool thing was Hanna-Barbera kind of had like a deal with a lot of the networks. Um, so they could actually create their own, um, you know, content. Of course, they'd keep it like rated oh, a certain cool. way, but you know, there would be a lot of studio interference and kind of decisions. And so it was a very um, synergetic, synergistic, I suppose, process. Interesting. And so when when some of these others, and that's why Pac Man is kind of the way it is. But like when some of these others, like GI Joe and Transformers, came out, it was like a whole new model where they would try to actually sell it to like local stations in syndication oh. first. So they had a little more leeway and could get away with some of the stuff that huh. was a little edgier and you know a little more violence than normal. Uh, and so that's kind of why Hanna-Barbera all kind of have the same feel to it, you know, besides just yeah, art family style. friendly. They were very family friendly. They yeah. were exactly. So this one had 44 episodes. Uh, again, I, I don't really remember watching it very much because I think there was something else on at the same time that I was watching. Probably. Yeah. I, I Like we said, the reruns and stuff. I, I remember yeah. seeing it, but I don't remember anything about it really. Yeah. Same here. I think it was just like it was Pac-Land. There were ghosts, you know. I feel like there was a Halloween special that I watched at some point. I think you're that, right. But yeah. that's that's all I can really remember, which makes sense with the ghosts, right? The ghosts, I mean, yeah. Yeah, it makes Halloween seems to really, really be synchronous with this. One thing I totally didn't remember was how much they used the word chump. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's like every other you are word. Not kidding. Yeah, I feel like that that could be an interesting adult themed game to uh <laughs> Take to, a drink every time. Every time they say chomp, yeah. <laughs> you'd For be a 20-minute episode, you'd be blitzed, yeah. Be completely, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Peter Cullen, you're right. He was in this. He's also, um, he was a voice of Sourpuss as well. Frank Welker was Chomp Chomp. 
Russi Taylor was Pack Baby. I mean, like a lot of these famous people, Marty Ingalls, who was the lead, did a lot of like voiceover and commercial work. Mm. Uh, Neil Ross, who played Clyde. So this is the one voice besides Peter Cullins that I recognized. And uh, as soon as I heard it, I knew. And so I had to double check, but it really, it was like, yes, I was right. So Shipwreck, he was a voice of Shipwreck from G.I. Joe and you know, oh, Shipwreck and Dusty. Okay. Keith, he was a voice of Keith from, mm-hmm. uh, from, from Voltron. Okay. You know, uh, he had a couple of Transformers in there as well, but like uh, Norman Osborn, he was also the voice voice of Norman Osborn in that '94 uh, Spider-Man. You know. Okay. I don't yeah, know if yeah. You remember the, the one from yeah, the '90s? Yeah, I do. I remember all the Marvel comics, uh, comics and uh, and shows from the '90s. Oh man, the X-Men one was so good. So good. So, so good. good. Yeah. So good. <laughs> so close to the comic, but yeah, I mean, he was like Leoric and Visionaries. I don't know if you remember Visionaries. Mm-mm. Yeah, it was no. like uh, they had the toys. They were about the size of G.I. Joe's. They actually had like uh, holograms on their chest. Okay. And, uh, you know, they were like in the cartoon, they would turn into the animal or whatever. It was like, you know, that was a big bit is like, ooh, holograms, you know. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to Google this right after this. And, 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 and then I'm going to have all these memories flooding back, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. You'd probably recognize him. He was in Spiral Zone. He was the voice of Rambo in the Rambo cartoon. Definitely remember the Rambo cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Kids, back in the day, they used to take uh, R-rated properties and turn them into cartoons for us. <laughs> yeah, yep, exactly. Yeah. Uh, he was Mean Gene and Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. I mean, he was like in so many things here. So as soon as I heard his voice, like, of course, he was like the, the one I recognized after Peter Cullen. Like, as soon as Santa spoke, I was like, Optimus Prime. That's it. That's I know exactly it. what yeah. I said too. I was like, "Oh, Optimus Prime is Santa Claus. That's so cool." It's <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. If you, I mean, hey, if you can get him, get Optimus yeah, exactly. Prime to be Santa. Yeah. You know, usually the you know the show revolved around you know some sort of misadventure, and in the end, the ghosts would try to to stop them, and and Pac Man would usually eat some power pellets and save the day. So yes. it was very much, uh, you know, very much following the video game, I suppose. Ghosts were I after have so him. many questions that we'll get to later in this about issues <laughs> okay. with this whole, like, well, we're about to Pac-Land. get into it. Yeah. But <laughs> so so um, hold that thought. Cause I, I can't I wait to yeah. hear them. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so, you know, Pac-Man, Ms. Pac-Man, who I guess they named Pepper. I don't know if that was actually in the, the video game, but yeah, I thought that was interesting too. Yeah. Um, and a uh, pack baby, which <laughs> why not? <laughs> but which, which seemed both toddlerish and kindergartenish and a baby at different points in the show. So yeah. that was, was quite interesting too. You know, I'm going to say the development of pack people is just different from humans. It's true. It's true. All, all I know is the development of human children. I can't, can't testify <laughs> to pack children. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> But yeah, and then of course they're followed, they're they're terrorized by the ghost monsters, which I thought was interesting too. It wasn't just ghosts, it was ghost monster. Yes. Uh, which seems a little redundant, but <laughs> Linky, Inky, Pinky, Clyde, and Sue. Um, I don't remember Sue from the original game. She must have been maybe from Ms. Yeah, she, she's new. I, I, I thought that too. There's only four in the game. Right. Only right. Yeah. So, so Sue is the purple one, I found out. No, oh, okay. Uh, in the show, and she's not in the game at all. Oh, they just okay. added her. I, I guess they needed another one for some reason for the, sh- for the show. I probably guess. thought they needed another female. Yeah, that, I, I guess that tracks because yeah. it's just pinky. So, yeah. There you go. And they needed another hat. They need, so, the, <laughs> For those of you that haven't seen it, they're all wearing different hats. All the ghosts. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, ghosts are wearing hats. And uh, so she's she, she, they had an extra hat, I think, designed. So, so <laughs> you know, if when I'm a ghost, I'm totally going to wear uh, hats all the time. Sheets and hats is going to be my, my thing, you know? Yeah, same. <laughs> uh, but I guess we can just go ahead and get into it. Yeah. Um, yeah, this was just a, this was an interesting one. 
So if we want to nutshell it, because I like to nutshell before we get into Please it. Please do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Santa crash lands in Pac-Land and Pac-Man has to help him get back on track while avoiding the ghosts. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it in a nutshell, I think. Yeah, that's that's the elevator pitch. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Picture it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just now that you said that, all I, I just I I see like the, the exact with like the cigar yes. sitting behind the desk. You know, oh, that's that's great, kid. That's great. You know. <laughs> yeah, storyboard it. Bring it here Monday. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> um. So it's Christmas Eve. And uh, Pac-Man and his family, they're having, I mean, I guess they're what, just playing in the snow, right? Yeah, because it's not, they don't know it's Christmas, apparently. So, no, yeah. it's just, hey, snow, let's let's have some fun. They were but, making uh, uh, snow tombstones, right? Yeah, they <laughs> sort of look like. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, on Christmas Eve, I guess you just celebrate the, the departed. Uh, <laughs> I could I could dig so much into the, the ghosts and ghouls of Christmas. Uh, I have. I have lots of info about it, but I won't because these are pack people. I will say the first thing that bugged me about this episode is there's eight reindeer. One is Rudolph. I, Which one got knocked off? I was uh, wondering the same thing. I noticed that too. It was like, wait, yeah. there's supposed to be nine. Rudolph leaves yeah. them, but no, no. Uh, yeah. That, yeah, that was the weirdest thing to me. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know why. I, yeah, but, couldn't figure it out. I, I was figuring they had pre like pre rendered graphics and decided to color their nose red. That's <laughs> <laughs> <was> probably true. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, so so Hanna Barbera. It wasn't Hanna Barbera. It was um. Oh gosh, what what was uh, the Hanna Barbera spinoff? I can't remember the name. Escapes me at the moment. Uh, um, I don't. I, it, well, it was the other studio that. Uh, and sure. I know Mike Westfall's probably yelling at me right now, yelling <laughs> the name out. Sorry, Mike. Oh, uh, Ruby Spears. That's what it was. Yes. Hey, okay. Thanks, that, Mike. Yeah. I, I channeled your inner your inner uh, spirit there, Mike. Um, so Ruby Spears, you know, they they would take like the 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 one pitch, the one little drawing, and then they would just alter it slightly, kind of like mm-hmm. Disney did in a few, a few yes. times, like Christopher Robin and Mowgli, uh, and they would just alter it slightly and then reuse the animation somewhere else. Sure. And so um, the ghost of Christmas never from the Scooby Doo Christmas uh, special, you know, the Nutcracker Scoob. Yes. Looks, looks almost exactly like um, the ghost of Christmas future from the Dukes of Hazard Christmas episode. Really? Yeah. It's like really close. No. So okay. I, that was like my thought, like maybe no, they tracks. just took the reindeer yeah. from something else and just colored that one's nose red. Like you said, would not shock me. Would not shock <laughs> me one bit. <laughs> no. <laughs> also, can we talk about how, Somehow Santa passes through Packland every year, but has never, never been there. Heard no one knows what. So, so my thought was maybe, maybe Santa, because he goes so fast, goes through some sort of extra dimensional loop, and and Packland <laughs> is one of those places he like glides through. And so I was thinking the same it. thing. <laughs> like maybe it was like a wormhole. Yes, exactly. Uh, it, <laughs> you know, now I'm channeling my inner Star Trek. And uh, you know he went to like the Delta Quadrant or something, and yeah, uh, who knows? And yeah, it turns I mean, out it was Packland, and and he just got detoured on. But I wonder that too. That and the ghosts, like, what exactly are they? Are they like pack people that have been deceased? I was wondering that too. And they're like just so lashing out at the living. It's I don't pretty know. messed up to cannibalize your people that have already been cannibalized. <laughs> or, so I, I don't know if it's like a. 
Oh yeah, you should look up some of the fan theories on Pac-Man. It's pretty, pretty dark. There's some, <laughs> but yeah, I, I have no idea who the like who they're supposed to be or what they are. So. Yeah, I'm kind of afraid now to to dig into this. <laughs> now yeah. that you well, said that, Pac-Man fan fiction is a is a dark and stormy place. So beware <laughs> anyone who's going to go looking. It's, a, it's more fitting for the dark web than. Uh... Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Leave that for the uh, for the rated rated r podcast (laughs) yeah (laughs) totally rad after dark (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah they're they're fighting off the the ghost monsters who decide to attack i just love the power pellet thing to me it's just so odd you know and let's have a let's have an emergency stash somewhere power pellets well let's mark it so everybody knows exactly exactly yeah yeah and and there's a whole forest like the, there's an entire yeah. forest where they grow nothing but power pellets, and yet that's not where the town is located. <laughs> like, why would all the pack people not just live in the forest? I was wondering that have, too. Like, like just make some tree houses or something. Yeah, you know. or just like tents. I mean, that even that ghosts, would, you never have to worry about the ghosts ever. So. <laughs> that's right. They'd never come. Uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe if they live too close to him. Uh, They'd be affected, like maybe they all the they'd be amped up all the time. Oh know. yeah, maybe that. Yeah, maybe they'd be addicted. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe it's maybe this is. Oh, maybe that's what happened to the ghosts is they lived in the forest. Oh, <laughs> there we go. we're spiraling into our own. I know, now we're doing our own fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh. So they they end up defeating the ghost monsters of course eating some power pellets and yeah. and chomping them all uh <laughs> yeah, I, love, I love the chomp um but isn't it isn't it the was it pinky or or no blinky one of them he uh is like hitting them in like almost like a tennis like like serving them into each other <laughs> yeah and it was right after the pack family had eaten the power pellets and right. so they were trying to escape i think it was blinky i think you're right yeah and for some reason, he's just terrible and hits all the ghosts into a mouth, including himself, including he's, himself. Yeah. So that's either dark. amazing aim or terrible aim or, or both at the same time or both. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I found that super interesting, too. I was like, oh, well, I mean, there's only like three of them. So right. you, you, you can literally aim anywhere, but, but, but <laughs> that's, that's right. Yeah. But that's, that's also what made eighties cartoons. Great. is like, it was like the most slapstick, like perfectly convenient. Uh, exactly. Yes. <laughs> Plot contrivances. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but so they're defeated, of course, as they fly away, it's just the eyes, just like in the video game. Yep. And as they're flying away, they um, scare, I guess they scare Santa's reindeer. Yeah. All eight of them. All eight, yeah, oh, yeah. And so he loses control, and I mean, his sleigh starts to break apart, and he ends up crashing. Unfortunately, his his sack of toys gets lost, and he's just kind of sticking out of the snow. Like, what's going on? Yeah, you would you would think Santa might have something prepped for this, but but I guess not. Well, if the Santa Claus taught me anything, it's that uh, <laughs> that's he <fair>. does. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fair. That's um, fair. So yeah, this must be uh, the guy before Tim Allen, I guess. I yeah, know. exactly. Yeah, this is why this is why Tim Allen is Santa Claus. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> because this guy's in charge because of Optimus Prime. Because of Optimus Prime. Oh man, that's that's a shame. Well, he he does die, which uh, was like the saddest moment. That and our tax were like the saddest moments of my six year old life. I refuse to watch the movie because of that. Yeah, I, I, I can't watch it. I can't can't do it. Yeah, they showed uh, they showed it for like two nights. Here it was like like a Sunday and a Tuesday, uh-huh. 
and I wanted to go see it. It was going to be in theaters. I was like, oh, it's my chance to go see it in theaters. Uh-huh. I haven't seen it since like 86 or whatever when it came out. And no, I couldn't get off work. But uh, man, I was so excited. I, I really wanted to see it. And uh, oh, well, next time. Yeah. Yeah. So, of course, Pac-Man kind of helps Santa, you know, and and he I guess they take him home. They start to to comfort him. And there was this this weird thing where uh, Santa's pant legs are like rolled up and he's like soaking his feet, I guess, in like warm water to kind of warm him up. But the way he was drawn, it kind of made me look like he didn't have any pants on. <laughs> I know exactly the scene you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. It, the, the angle was strange. We'll yes. Just, we'll just say it was just a strange angle. So. Yes. Because later on, we see that his pants are ro- just rolled up to the knee, mm-hmm. but it did seem like he was just there with no pants. And my first thought was, why is Santa not wearing any pants? Like, <laughs> Well, in his defense, the pack people don't wear pants. So That's maybe true. he was Ooh. just trying to fit in with local custom. <laughs> he didn't want to make them feel uncomfortable. That's so. true. <laughs> Santa yep. is a man of all cultures. Right? He, he so. definitely is. Yep. Yep. Uh, so he starts Donald ducking it. And <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they're, they're feeding him. Um, He's got some power pellet cocoa, right? Co- yeah. Yeah. Which I want some power pellet cocoa now. Same. Yeah. yeah. It seems like a, like four loco cocoa. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Co- cocoa with a little cocaine. I mean, it was yes, the eighties, exactly. you know, <laughs> there you go. Right. Early eighties. So. <laughs> That's right. So it was even worse. So he starts t- talking to them, you know, about uh, his mission and and how he's never missed a Christmas, uh, mm-hmm. and you know he doesn't want to disappoint the children. And so, this is where you know, okay, so Pac-Man volunteers. I gotta help this guy save. Him. I don't know anything about it, but it sounds yep. like a wonderful time. I gotta help him out. So he decides to go look for the sack of toys, which Santa realizes he's lost somewhere. Yep, with Chomp Chomp, right? Yeah, with Chomp Chomp. Yeah, yeah. Which every time I saw Chomp Chomp, I wanted him so bad. Oh, me too. I'd love to have him just sit in my lap or sit right next to me at work. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Just the the perfectly round animal. So cute. So yeah, he goes goes to search uh, and he gets attacked by the ghost monsters who have found the toys. And I, I love that bit, you know, so the ghost monsters, they, they go back home, they put on their new sheets or yeah. clothes. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. They like go in a dresser and come out with a sheet, with a new sheet on. <laughs> yeah. I wish it were that easy to get dressed in the morning. Right? But yeah. So uh, there, of course there's a funny bit that they have be- as well, where, you know, it's like, Oh, when I catch him, you know, we're going to catch him in this net. And so he, he nets Clyde and then, uh, and then we'll pour chocolate sauce on him. And so then they dump it on him. And of course, and, and then we'll chop him and they're like, just all just kind of, devour yeah Clyde which oh poor Clyde yeah he you know Clyde I feel like uh one he his name doesn't match the other <laughs> no it really right? does so there's Inky Pinky and Blinky yeah right. Clyde yeah. so Clyde already seems like an afterthought yeah and then and then Sue comes along for the show and he still gets he still gets picked on so <laughs> and he's kind of like their leader too which is yeah. the, the funniest thing yeah it is it's like Mo, I guess, from uh, the Three Stooges. Exactly. <laughs> Poor Clyde. But so he, of course, they they decide they're going to go after Pac-Man again because, you know, that's what they do. And while they're there, they discover the toys. So they start playing with like the toy trains and, and the dolls and everything. And they're just having a good time. And Pac-Man's searching and searching and it's getting worse outside and he can't find them. And then he hears them actually yeah. playing with their toys. So he goes to check on them. Unfortunately, even though they, you know, they uh, find end up saving the toys. The ghosts do end up chomping Pac-Man, which they do. 
I'm not exactly sure what it does besides like just kind of wear them out a little bit. Yeah, I was confused by this too. So, you know, in the game, obviously it's a game over. So right. I, I was curious to see how it how it worked in the show. And like you said, it's like um kind of like they pushed him down. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, more, more or less, he just seemed exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, so maybe it's more like an energy vampire type of thing. Ooh, I like that. He's a Morbius. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not only so so they're ghost monsters, but they're they're part uh, okay, I dig it. Yeah, they're part Morbius as well. <laughs> yeah because they they have to steal they got to steal the energy because they they were addicted to the power pellets they, so they oh need that energy, there you right? go we're coming up with the whole like atmosphere around Pac-Land <laughs> that didn't exist before <laughs> i don't know but now i kind of really want to see this halloween special <laughs> no exactly i'm, I'm i will probably watch it on youtube whenever we're done <laughs> i know yeah same here <laughs> same here well no i can't i have to finish editing my episode that's releasing on thursday ah bummer well but responsibility and all right <laughs> <laughs> but I'll, I'll watch it this weekend for sure okay there you go um, so yeah they're attacked by the ghosts they end up chomping pac-man but they make it back with the presence which is kind of cool so so they're able to they're able to save it you know thanks to chomp chomp good, good boy they return to the gifts uh, the sleigh's been fixed the, the the mayor and and uh or not the mayor the the um chief Chief of police or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Officer Opac. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Officer Opac. Uh, Opac. I mean, that's uh, the Irish policeman stereotype, I guess. Right, but. <laughs> right. Well, and then like the mechanic was there or something. Yes. Also with like a five thousand chomp warranty for the for the sleigh. <laughs> Which is like, wait, do, does your sleigh chomp too? I I don't. I guess everything is chomp, right? So I, miles, I guess so. Currency, food. Ashes. <laughs> just use chomp i don't know it's kind of like smurf i guess yes when in doubt use the word smurf i guess for yeah. packland it's uh the word chomp that's fair maybe yeah. they're like uh adjacent countries in the same same like continent i hope so i really that, hope so that now. actually makes my day yeah <laughs> i like this or heard it here first folks we're going to write a uh smurf and Pacland <laughs> fan fiction and morbius and morbius well you gotta <laughs> you gotta throw morbius in there yeah <laughs> might as well. although i guess if he exists spider-man exists so we'll toss them all in too sure yeah let's just make it a whole mishmash that's Hanna right. barbera disney mashup like nobody ever wanted <laughs> I think I did this when I was a kid <laughs> with all my oh. toys. <laughs> oh, who didn't? Yeah, yeah. Because because you didn't. I didn't. Never, I don't know about you. I didn't ever have a complete set of any toy. No. So no, it was like never. you know, GI Joes, Ninja Turtles, the any Marvel superheroes I had. My sisters Barbies, and they would be some sort of massive battle or some sort of awkward social situation. <laughs> yeah it's christmas let's have a party yeah (laughs) uh so they're getting ready and at this point santa you know even though he's got his toy it's just like too late it's so late on christmas the reindeer still are tired now and Mm -hmm. and uh, from their crash and rudolph's nose even though it's uh it's fixed a little bit it's still kind of blinking which uh we know from rankin bass that you know that's kind of due to his self-confidence yep but anyway, so Pac-Man gets a brilliant idea. <laughs> and this is where I love this. It's like everything is like, hey, if only it could be you know rocket powered or turbo boosted or whatever it is, it's yeah. got to be the power pellets to do it. If only cocaine. 
That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's the solution to everything in the eighties. <laughs> Magic energy. We got to write this script in seventy-two hours. We only have the hotel for seventy-two hours. <laughs> <laughs> Six seasons of Pac-Man later. Here we that's right. Yeah. <laughs> And a special yeah. six seasons exactly yeah and a movie exactly. yeah <laughs> uh, so they start driving and you know Santa's like following behind in the sleigh which you know it's always kind of nice to see the sleigh actually act as like a, a sleigh rather yes. than just a flying vehicle yeah, yeah exactly uh, mysterious not known physics property <laughs> <laughs> that's right yeah uh, so you know he starts kind of driving behind them the ghost monsters appear. And my first thought was like, just go through them. You know, I, I thought I thought the same thing. Like, why stop? Yeah, you you eat these people. So I mean, what, why are you stopping to not hit them with your car? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but no, he's they're I guess surrounded or, or quote unquote. You know, maybe it's uh, the Christmas spirit, right? He's feeling it from being near Santa. I think you're right because he does say, "I've got to get them to listen to reason." You know, I'm going to try to reason with these folks. Yeah. So he goes out and he tells them about Christmas and, you know, what it means. And of course, Clyde's having none of it. Yeah. Understandably, mind you. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's Clyde. He's a ghost, you know. But as soon as he says that, you know, we got to get all these presents delivered to these children, you know, they, they deserve these, these presents here. They've been good all year. Uh, you can see the other ghosts kind of break down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for some reason, um, it seems like they, they know of children. So maybe they're referring to pack children that they would chomp, I guess. Yeah, yeah, because pack babies around, so they know what little pack people are, I guess. Yeah, maybe they, I don't know. I mean, surely they have some sort of history and they were children of some kind at some point. I, I hope so. Yeah, let's let's go with that. Yeah, yeah. So they, they all start breaking down. Even Sue is like, oh, the think of the children. <laughs> and so Clyde relents. He's like, fine, because it's Christmas, you know, but as soon as this is done, you know, we're coming after you. And which you expect. I mean, it's sure. like like Skeletor in the He-Man and She-Ra Christmas special. Same thing. Yes. You know, he he kind of helps save the children. But then afterwards, as he's back to square one. Oh, yeah, all bets are off. Right? That's right. Yeah. You get one. You get one. You get yeah. one time. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and this was theirs. Yep. So uh they go all the way to that forest we talk about with just, just you know laden with power pellets. And uh they give them to the reindeer who take off like a flash. They perk right up. They Boy, sure do. And Rudolph's nose is perfectly. Maybe it's lit. more like an ephedrine thing. Because it oh, was maybe. The 80s, right? I mean, That's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. So, Speed, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, whatever it is, they like it. They do. But I'm also curious. So what powered the car? Did they use power pellets to power the vehicle too? I mean, they would have to, right? I don't think they know what combustion is. And they put it in in the cocoa. So I'm like, surely you have some just laying around the house. You could have given, right? Or is this like a necessary component and you don't have it at your house for some reason? Maybe it's like uh, they don't want to dig into their stash. Maybe so. Yeah. Okay. Like, Like they, you know, maybe they ration it out. Like this is what we need for the week. You know, we'll have some spares in case ghosts attack. And uh, yeah, no, that, that tracks. Maybe like the society has rationed it. Like each family gets like their proportion. Just to, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Santa takes off. Thank goodness. Because they get to the power pellet forest. And so Pac-Man and his friends go back home. And while they're there, they walk in and they see what actually looks like a really beautiful Christmas tree. It it looked fantastic. <laughs> I, I guess Santa had time to make that. Although he... 
didn't have one minute to spare, but he had time to stop and leave a whole bunch of stuff. So I guess that, that perplexes me a little bit. He can travel interdimensionally, but if he didn't leave by 11.59 p.m., suddenly he, he couldn't couldn't make it. But what time zone? Because that's the real answer we need. That, that what time zone thing. can he not leave after midnight? Because that's that's the real key. And and if it is uh, in a whole nother, you know, a parallel universe or whatever because of the wormhole, like does time actually work the same way? Great question. Yeah. So like maybe they were rushing for nothing. Maybe he really didn't need to go on. Yeah. So I don't I don't know if you watch the Orville or have seen the Orville. But I love the Orville. Like, yes. Okay. So there's <laughs> there's a planet that only appears like every like hundred years or something. Yes. So maybe that's what it is. Like he knows he's got to get off before midnight or that. <laughs> Maybe that's Could what be. it is. He knows that it's going to disappear and not be, can't get out. I love this theory. Yeah. <laughs> Pac-Man. Yeah. So, okay. So Pac-Land is, is like one of those planets that just, it appears and then it kind of disappears back into the either whatever it's its own interdimensional kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I love that theory. Um, so he's got to get out of there, but yeah, they see, they see the beautiful presence and, and the tree. Uh, I'm going to say Christmas magic. Was it work there? Like maybe. Oh, obviously. Yes. Uh, how did he not have Christmas magic enough to fix his sleigh? Is it maybe it's just to help other people? Ooh, ooh, I like that. Yeah, he can't use it on himself. Yeah, yeah, I like that. No, no, that that makes sense. It's all about giving, anyway, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you're taking the magic for yourself, you don't have any to give. So yeah, ooh, that's deep. Jerry coming up with big ideas. Like <laughs> no, no, you're the one that said <laughs> that said the planet only appears <laughs> every hundred years. <laughs> But the ghosts decide they're going to double cross them. And hey, who cares if it's Christmas? We're ghosts. You know, we're the villains anyway. Sure. So they, they go to sneak in and they're going to chomp them. <laughs> I'm going to use the word chomp. And uh, that's when Pac-Man is handing out presents and he hands them out to, you know, Inky, Blinky, Pinky, Sue, and Clyde. And their hearts are melted for just a brief moment. It's true. It's true. It's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Yeah, this was a this was an interesting special. I I know a lot of people rank it as like one of the worst. Oh, I don't no, I don't see it. I, I actually uh yeah yeah I know I'm I'm covering a, a few <laughs> coming up. So I watch many. So. I'm sure you have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I actually quite enjoyed this, and I don't know if it was just the nostalgia of you know playing Pac Man and and seeing the show on every once in a while, or or the the colors or just the animation style i don't know but i actually i found this quite entertaining i agree i I think the total package like you said was it was more than just the story itself because if you're watching any cartoon it's going to have plot holes and flaws aplenty right especially back then yeah exactly but the art style and the fact that it was like the first video game TV show. I don't know. I, I, I'm like you. I really enjoyed it. I would watch it again. I'll watch it again next year now because I know that it exists again. So. Yeah, I'm probably going to show my kids uh, in December as well. I, I think they dig it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think it was good. There was a Halloween special. Okay. Uh, yep. Uh, and it was a pack. It was actually in two segments. Uh, Pacula. Ooh. ooh. <laughs> I know. Morbius. Mo- Morbius, right? Yeah. <laughs> so so there's our Morbius connection. Yeah. And uh, the other one is Trick or Chomp. 
<laughs> obviously makes yeah, sense yeah yeah it was chomp funds those yeah of course yeah and those aired october 30th 1982 they have been replayed on uh, cartoon network and boomerang as well um during halloween so yeah, i yeah, missed it right. this year but i'm sure like you said we probably can find it somewhere i would uh, bet that this is floating out there somewhere <laughs> well the uh the special itself uh christmas comes to packland you can find on archive.org you can find the whole thing as well okay. Uh, so I don't have a subscription to Boomerang, although I've been thinking about it. I have to just for Christmas, honestly, just because I love all the, the Hanna-Barbera specials that are going to be on there. Nice. So, yeah. yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, so I might I might end up uh, getting one. Just same thing, same reason. And then maybe I'll probably cancel it and then go back. I would do, and, I would do a month. Yeah. Like one month, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's out there as well on archive.org if you want to read that. But, I mean, this is just one of those that uh, I... I liked it. I, I I got all the Christmas feels as well. I mean, it's, it's Santa's heavily involved. Pac-Man in the scarf and hat and is mm-hmm. kind of funny. Yeah, I really like that Christmas tree at the end. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I thought it had I thought it had plenty going for it. You, and if you have any sort of nostalgia for Pac-Man, you owe it to yourself to watch this. That definitely, you really do. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever read Ready Player One? Oh, yes. Okay, so you know how he gets that extra life. I know they changed it in the movie. We don't talk about the movie. <laughs> you know, I can I can tolerate the movie. It's 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 okay. If I turn my brain off, I can enjoy the movie for If I think days. of it as a separate entity, I'm sure it's great. Yeah, and and I have to do that a lot with several things where I just think about it as like a, a multiverse and this is just a yes. different universe, you know, that it exists in just a whole nother universe there. Yep, um, but exactly. in the book, yeah, in Ready Player 1, he he gets like a perfect score on pac-man and that's how he earns like an extra life which ends up coming in handy and spoiler it's, alert he saves the day later on I, I don't think it's a spoiler after the book's been out for what 35 40 years yeah years? I don't you even never know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> somebody so make sure and message jerry if you're upset by that spoiler <laughs> <laughs> that's right we'll put it at attention jeff <laughs> but like and subscribe <laughs> yes, that's right. whatever, whatever gets you, uh, yes, exactly. whatever gets more, more likes here. Yeah. So, I mean, so I, I, I thought that was kind of cool. I mean, I loved ready player one. I, I haven't read ready player two yet, so I'm excited to do that. Um, I just haven't had time. You know, I probably won't until our, our break in April. Okay. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Yeah. We go all the way. So we'll get like Thanksgiving off and then three days off for, uh, you know, like the 23rd, 24th and 25th of December, we'll get New Year's off. And then after that, we go until until we take our, our break and then we open up again around July, like fourth. So we're close for like okay. three months. And yes, I, I work at a Christmas store for all y'all that, that don't remember out there. But uh, no, he, he's being modest. He works at the Christmas store. <laughs> it, is, it is pretty awesome. It is well, you've incredible. been there, I think. I've been there many times. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So maybe I'll see you this uh, this season. I, it's there's possible. A, one of our listeners, and actually he's been a guest on my show a couple of times. Uh, he comes every once in a while to visit. And so it's always fun kind of chat for a little bit. Um, unless we're like crazy packed. And then it's like, hey, how's it going? I got to go. I got to help someone. But now that I know somebody on the inside, I'll, I'll be sure and spend time. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it does make me wonder, like, what would you say would be your hap, hap, happiest memory or moment of Pac-Man or the special in general? Ooh. So two answers, right? Okay. So, Pac-Man specifically was uh, one skate night. My older cousin, Josh, mm-hmm. uh, he's like 
a decade older. He's like 10 years older. Um, he was there with his girlfriend, I believe. And we played uh, video games together in the arcade at skate night. Nice. And so I, that's obviously Pac-Man memory. Uh, from the special, I anytime there's an 80 special, I love the convenient resolution. Right. So, so, so for whatever, whatever yeah. reason, it, it would make me mad in a modern show, but in a, in a nostalgic show, I just love it. I love it. I can't get enough of it. So, so that, that would be my half, half happiest it's, Christmas. It's just memory. a little blurry, a little fuzzy. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no. And, and the funny thing is, you know, that when it was probably filmed, I mean, it was, you know, when they were creating all this, it was probably pretty clear, but uh, just, a lot of these are, I'm sure, transfers from, uh, you know, they don't have the originals. They can't remaster yeah. it. So, uh, yeah, there, there is that charm to it. So I totally get that. Yeah. Oh, oh I, I, I love it. But again, don't do it now. No, no, no. no <laughs> yeah, for don't sure. do that now. Yeah. No, no, definitely don't. Uh, unless you're trying to emulate like it's a specifically 80s style show. And then I'll take it. Sure. If, yeah. if it's done really poorly well. <laughs> yes like there, there's like a bad good quality to 80s stuff that there really is yeah that is hard to replicate frankly there's there have been people who have tried to do stuff and yeah it's it's hard it's a, are you it's a uh, tough are you a stranger things fan i so my wife is terrified of scary anything mine too yeah but for whatever reason when uh-huh. we were when she, we were, she was pregnant with our first child we binged all of season one and i was like oh my gosh these this is going in the right direction i absolutely love it yeah and then like our beautiful daughter comes and suddenly it's back to terror so i got to i i'm right. stuck on season one but I, i'm sure i will eventually I'll, well, there I'll, is I'll, a I'll season three um, does have was season three. No, season two does have uh, an arcade, you know, in it as well. Okay. So so there's that. That's kind of cool. OK, I'll have I'm to, sure I'll, Pac-Man's I'll one of them. make myself watch it now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's cool. So for me, um, I think uh, it would be and, and this is kind of a cop out answer because it's kind of the same as my Pizza Hut one. But I remember going to Pizza Hut and asking for money to play. Uh, so I could play Pac-Man on that tabletop. It was just, it was so awesome to me that it, I didn't have to stand to do it. I could actually sit down and play it. Yes. Uh, Cause I didn't, you know, at this point uh, I, I didn't have uh, my, you know, my friend had the Atari, but I would only go over every once in a while. So yeah. just the fact that we were going out to eat and we were going to get pizza and then it was like right there in front of me, that was like it, you know? Oh, yes. uh, and of course, you know, as you put your quarter to, to kind of save the, the spot like you're next i mean oh it was great so great so much fun it really was yeah. uh the special i remember seeing but uh it was never one of my favorites i kind of wish it was though because I, I would have liked to have watched it i think over and over again agree yeah, yeah. now the he-man one is a classic and I, yes I've watched, I've watched that countless times yes um, so but, but this here. one I may, I may have to add to the list i think yeah, it's been slowly growing as I've done been doing the show. So I know uh, I have a Google Sheet, and it's so obscenely long at this point <laughs> yes. that like I'll, there's no way I can watch them all this year. But I'm gonna try. Yeah, and for me, it's uh, because now we're working our like, you know, ten to twelve hour days. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna have a couple of thirteen hour days coming up. Uh, so it's just whenever I can, like I'll try to sneak it in during my lunch break. You know, just a quick something yeah. if I can. So. Exactly. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, as far as the specials, I don't get to watch a whole lot of them during Christmas anymore, which it's is tough, kind of a yeah. bummer. 
but at the same time, I get to watch them throughout the year, and so it keeps Christmas that's alive. Yeah, that's, that is true. You got to keep Christmas alive. It's it's a, it's an all year thing. That's why we do what we do, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh man! But now we come to my favorite part of the show, which is a little segment I like to call "Gag Me with a Spoon." So this is where <laughs> we do our best impression of our least favorite part of the uh, episode here, the special. Um, so as a guest, I'll uh, I'll let you go first. Just kind of set oh. up the scene for us. All right. So Pac-Man and Chomp Chomp have mm-hmm. just acquired the bag of toys from the ghosts. And Pac-Man, full sprint, says, what do you know? Looks like I'm going to get away. <laughs> well, in true 80s fashion, in true anything fashion, as soon as you say that, That's it. Uh, yeah. there's there's a rock, which... <laughs> And nor- normal circumstances would just be about like two inches tall, but mind right. you, this is on pa- on top of packed snow. So this rock <laughs> has got to be about four feet high, and somehow he manages to not see it and trips over it and goes flying. Qu- question: Is that packed snow or pack snow? <laughs> yes, <laughs> with with two C's and packed, with a C-K. snow. Yeah, P A C C C K E D. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was good that was good <laughs> yeah and you're right that was uh that did make me cringe a bit uh for me my mind i think was definitely so this is where uh pac-man has just given his uh his you know his speech his heartfelt speech about saving the children of the ah. world and clyde of course says ah what a bunch of humbug yes <laughs> i thought that was a great line I did. Yeah. How did he know about humbug? It's terrible. Yeah. It well, and it's just like a bunch of humbug. Like, come on, man. <laughs> well, it's 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 true cartoon fashion. It doesn't That's have right. to make sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in the eighties. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Continuity uh wasn't ah, very big then. What yeah. is that? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but you know, I do gotta ask. So G.I. Joe taught us that uh knowing is half the battle. What do you think the other half is? Ooh, well, so I've I thought about this. And I think the key for me is that there was no actual reason for the ghost to expect anything good from the pack people, but they did it anyway. Right. Right. So so really the ghosts are the real heroes of this story because they (laughs) let the pack people and Santa through. Oh, that's true. So trust your neighbor and look what happened. They wound up getting some presents. So they trusted (laughs) their neighbor with no reason. Mind you, they had just been cannibalized by these these people (laughs) hours earlier. (laughs) So, so trust your neighbor, even if they've tried to eat you in the past. That's that's, that's the other that, half of the battle. That reminds me of Brooklyn Nine Nine. Uh, oh, such a, I'm, I was so sad that it's it's finished. Great I know. It, oh, and it was such a great finale. Excellent ending. It Excellent ending. Perfect. But it reminds me of his uh, his old cellmate, the cannibal. Yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not going to try to eat you, and then he tries. To of eat course him. he does. Yeah. Of yeah. Yeah, that's good. So uh, for me, if knowing is half the battle, the other half is getting Optimus Prime to play Santa. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> that 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 makes it worth it, no matter what. I agree. Optimus, yeah, Optimus Santa. Then it's I mean it's a winner. Did you ever um, have you ever read the the UK Transformers comics? No. So they they started. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where they would come out like uh, every two weeks, you know, fortnightly. Mm-hmm. It, they started like in 85 or 86 releasing Christmas comics too. So they, they'd go through the year and then usually around, you know, the, on the, the day that they would release closest to Christmas, they would have a Christmas issue. 
And there's one, one of the first ones where Optimus Prime is dressed as Santa. And it's uh, it's everything you want it to be. <laughs> the comic itself, the story is like, eh, but it's Doesn't amazing. Matter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Optimus Prime is Santa. Yes, that sounds incredible. I'll I'll send you a picture of something. Please do. Yeah, please do. That sounds that sounds amazing. <laughs> oh amazing. man, um, Jeff, it's been fun talking this has with been you. A blast, Jerry. Yeah, so much fun. Like, tell me about your show, man. Sure. So uh, I kind of mentioned it earlier. So the right. Lost Christmas podcast is a podcast. I go into the history of all kinds of things around Christmas from why we do certain things, the food we eat, the food people eat across around the country, around the world, what people leave out for Santa, um, all kinds of history around Christmas carols, Christmas lights, you name it. Uh, there's so many things related to Christmas that people don't realize. And uh, yeah, I talk about that. And then I also read um, excerpt from a book called the, the Lost Years of Santa Claus, which kind of answers stories. Uh, you may have some questions about, well, how does Santa do X, Y, Z? Why does Santa do this and that? Well, uh, listen up and maybe you'll find out. Right on. And uh, where can they find you? So I'm on, I'm on pretty much every major, uh, major podcast network on Spotify, Apple, Amazon. You can tell your smart device to, to play the lost Christmas podcast and, uh, and it'll, it'll pop on. Um, you can also find, uh, I just, I just moved my, my website from Buzzsprout to Anchor. So I don't know the URL off the top of my head anymore, gotcha. but, um, but yeah, so you can, you can search for us and, uh, we should come up on your favorite search engine, whatever that is. And, um, yeah. And I, uh, I, Jerry, thank you so much. This was such a wonderful experience. This was so great. <laughs> it's definitely fun. I, I love talking to people. It's great meeting new people as well. So thank you. Um, oh, real quickly, social media anywhere? Yeah, I have a, I have Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Uh, Lost Christmas podcast. You can find us. I mean, okay. not LinkedIn, Instagram. Why would I have a LinkedIn? For LinkedIn a too? Why not? That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's not monetized. So, um, that's right. but yeah, so you, you can find us. You can find us on all of those. Cool. Um, find us and follow us and I give show updates and uh, find out little pieces of information. I, my wife, so I used to work in social media at my previous job. Um, oh, okay. And, nice. and so I really despise it <laughs> because of that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. but it's, it's a necessary but it's useful. thing. Yeah. It is. It's so useful for the, for the podcast. And so, um, so I've started to, to post more regularly and I have an Instagram and I have like 25 pictures ready to upload. I just haven't done it yet. So yeah, I hear you. So, but but <laughs> I, it, I definitely... it's going to happen this, this in the coming weeks. So cool. Sure. Right on. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely check them out. Uh, it's a fun show. It's interesting and entertaining and you learn some cool stuff. So make sure you follow the lost Christmas podcast. You're too kind. Thank so, you. Thanks again, Jeff. This was so much fun. Yeah, thank you. And on that note, I'm going to end it by saying, ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas to all and to all a good chomp. And check us out on our social media pages, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're feeling like the ghosts getting presents from Santa, leave us a review on iTunes. Not only does it help us reach more people, but you also get a free sticker. Now, don't forget to check out our merch shop on tpublic.com and our brand new website, courtesy of Tis the Podcast Elf, Tom Crow. Later, dudes. If you've ever wondered about the history of Santa Claus, the traditions behind a Christmas tree, or what people leave out for Santa in Eastern Europe, then you're probably a lot like me. My name's Jeff, and I absolutely love Christmas. Join me on the Lost Christmas Podcast and learn about the people, traditions, mysteries, food, celebrations, and all manner of history around the holiday season we all love. At the end of each episode, I also read a little bit from The Lost Years of Santa Claus, a book which fills in the gaps that we have in the story of our beloved gift giver.